Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Two Jews. I'm David and I'm joined by Teddy today. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I want to talk about intermarriage and assimilation and, and that kind of stuff because it definitely seems to be the thing for secular Jews that they're most, they most care about or it's, it's even on their mind the most because I was talking with a friend on, on the last episode of this podcast about, you know, he's in an interfaith relationship and he doesn't know if he wants his kids to, to be raised that way. And so, okay. and I, I'm having a similar thing. I've never, up until a year or two ago, it wasn't even a question as to whether I cared at all. Right. Right. Um, but now it's definitely something I think about. And so I'd love to kind of hear your thoughts on, on it to start. Yeah, so... I mean, obviously you think <laughs> Jews should marry Jews. Yeah, but I that's, guess it's, that's, it's kind of that's why, a given. Why? Yeah, yeah. so um, for sure I think the only way for, for Judaism to survive is for Jews to marry Jews. Um, once you have a Jew marrying a non-Jew from any other religion, no religious affiliation, whatever it is, you already are kind of... Uh, you're making it so that your kids are going to have less of a connection to Judaism and maybe they'll still be Jewish and you'll still celebrate holidays, but as the generations go on, you'll just kind of slowly, that information will all just kind of wither away. Yeah. And you really see that, see that when Jews came to America, um, you know, around the turn of the century, 1900 uh, and onward, um, as Jews have come to America, you see the first generation had all the tradition from when they were back in, in Europe and Russia or whatever. The second generation still has a connection. They, they do all the things their parents did a little bit less. By the third generation, though, you already start to see the kids, they're doing all these things. They don't really have an understanding why they're doing them. They don't see the importance in any of it. Maybe they'll still marry Jewish because that's just what their parents and grandparents yeah. did. But by the fourth generation, you literally are left with kids who they don't know anything about their Judaism and... And they have no problem intermarrying with other people because what's the point of why why stay connected to why a Jew? Bother? And and, and yeah. there's a number of reasons for that. I think first and foremost is because otherwise you're just not going to have a Jewish religion. Yeah, you're not going to have people to carry on the the torch, so to speak. Yeah, and I so I guess the fundamental premise is these people need to understand if and why they value Judaism in order to then. Right, right. Because if you don't value Judaism, on, then, so then there really is no point to yeah. you know marrying Jewish, having the, Jewish kids. Yeah. The book I, w I read, Nine Questions People Ask About Judaism, they say, unless you're certain mm -hmm. you'll never want to have Jewish kids and a yeah. Jewish household, yeah. you shouldn't marry non-Jews. Because yeah. like, unless you are certain, it'll just cause problems down the line if it comes up. So right. if, there is, <laughs> if there is some percentage, even 1% chance, yeah. um, then it's risky. And, and you know, it. they also talk about, like, Jews believe in universal brotherhood, so why can't you, like, you know, love anyone or, or, or marry anyone? Um, but they make this it, the kind of practical argument as well, that if you are buying into any, any philosophy mm -hmm. or religion, those are the values that, those are, the, that's the, what kind of gives you values and, and you would want your household and your children to grow up with the same values. Right. And, and so if you have Jewish values, um, but I think that's kind of what, because most, so Thornhill's heavily Jewish, yeah. but it's all like me. It's all, you know, they don't care they're Jewish. It, right. <laughs> on on J-Swipe, which is the Jewish Tinder. I've heard of this it, before, yeah. There was, there's a, the option just Jewish. 
Oh, right? so it's like it's, confo- it's like there's or- other you're that there's other options as well. So yeah, so it's orthodox. That's yeah. like your religious affiliation. Orthodox. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's orthodox, um, conservative, uh, reform, just Jewish. Oh wow! I so I'm not even this. reform. I'm yeah, just, just Jewish. I, I'm Jewish. <laughs> and so it's like, well, why would you even care then if you're if you're just Jewish? Yeah. And and it's always this interesting. There's like the not a dichotomy, but there's the nationhood of Judaism and the culture of it mm-hmm. and the religion, right? And and they're they they're supposed to be meshed, but it seems so much more that they're not now. And so in in Thornhill, it's all a bunch of people who are just Jewish, right? And I think it's the same thing, right? Yeah. Like my grandparents came, they still practiced, but they kind of, I think my my uncles and my dad were just taught, well, this is what we do. Yeah, like they didn't for whatever reason instill the values properly mm-hmm. and so when we grew up it would once you have that second removal from the actual values yeah there was no hope i was never taught why anything was important and right. then you also get the defensiveness of they don't actually know why yeah so then they're defensive so then it's it's wrong to even ask the question right and and then you lose all hope right and and but I'm just so fascinated, like, why do you think, coming from your perspective, that people my, with my background like that, and I know many people, they still have this idea that they want to marry Jewish, yeah. like, um, and, and they even, they buy into the religion far less than I do, right? Like, yeah. I'm starting to buy into it, not buy in is a bad term, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I understand what you're um, So yeah, why do you think, what about Judaism has this, has this pull on us? Yeah, um, it's a good question. I uh, I think everyone kind of growing up, like, again, like, I, I kind of mentioned this a little bit, oh, I, well, not not before, but yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I, I think that, you know, for so many thousands of years, we, we didn't have the choice but to be isolated in our own communities. Yeah. And so even though we don't have that anymore the last, uh, whatever, 200 years or so, um, I don't know if you could call you, you. I don't think you could call it genetic. In fact, you probably could not call it genetic. But there's some sort of like inherent way that that the Jews interact with each other and behave with each other that's just a little bit different than the way we interact with other people. And yeah. and you kind of I don't know. For me, when I'm talking to another Jew, whether it's someone secular from whatever, uh, if I find out the Jews, it's all of a sudden it like creates this kind of connection that we never that I never had before and. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because I know they're Jewish or if it's because, it, you know, there's some way that they're acting or behaving that I can pick up on and sense myself. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Yeah. Um, but there's a certain comfort that you have that I think that everyone, whether you're secular or not, has just knowing that the other person is Jewish because you kind of know that your 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 family history, your heritage is is uh, similar, to, is connected to them. And, and as people, as social beings, we we thrive on social connections and so if you can find someone who has a social a connection that's similar to your connection you know why not why not uh, marry that person or or yeah. become friends with that person or whatnot yeah and and so what would you not that you're, you're a rabbi giving advice but what would yeah. your advice be to because like you you're very certain that you know you want these values right yeah. and, and them to be passed on to your children yeah so if someone's questioning, like, what would you recommend as, as a starting point? Because this is the age, right? Yeah. My, my sister is 32. She married Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, I don't know if it was a big value of hers, but it became one and she's very happy. Like, I don't, I don't really know 
why she married Jewish, but I think it was important to her. Okay. Um, but basically, she's the tip of the millennial ice, uh, the the millennial g- generation, yeah. and so now is when everyone's getting married or thinking about it. They're in long term relationships. So yeah, like, what is your advice in terms of how do I get my ducks in a row? With, yeah. In that regard. Um, advice in terms of what, like, uh, uh, like f- you know, we're we're friends, and I'm saying, hey, man, like, I don't know if I want to marry Jewish. Like, yeah. What would be something? What you should would be advice to give you? Advice, because other than, like, because it needs to be. It seems to be more need to be more practical. Like yeah. the best practical advice I've gotten was. Well, if you think it might ever be a possibility, I think that's it's a good piece of advice. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think first of all, yeah, I think that really is a good piece of advice because you never know uh, how your kids are gonna want to be. You know, at least if you marry someone Jewish, you give them the option of, you know, kind of opting into it more than you ever opted into it. You kind of you you give them the option to continue it more so than uh, than uh, you know if you would have not married not Jewish and your kids you know now have less of a connection. Um, and one thing that comes to mind for me is actually like, yeah, I think, I mean, it's very evident to me and I think it's becoming more evident to just most people around my age. Mm -hmm. We didn't get raised with many values at all. Right. Right. And I think I don't want my kids to be raised with no values. Right. Right. And, and my parents might roll their eyes thinking I would like, I, I was, I think that the millennials as a generation have been failed by the older generations for yeah. like, and it's no one specific reason or whatever, but I just know I want my kids raised differently than I was raised. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know the damage it did to, and, and the difficulties I had because I didn't have some sort of value set to fall back on. I really feel that. Um, and I've yet to find anything as beneficial as, for me, Judaism and from other, like people find this in their own religions as well. Yeah. But it's like religion is that for so many people or was for 5,000 years or whatever, right, right? right? It's only this past 50 years that we think it's irrelevant and unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's actually, that's a great point. Um, what you said earlier, just about the values. I mean, yeah, you, for me, that was a big element of wanting to become from myself. I had a lot of experience um, that first year and a half when I was becoming from sitting down uh, for a Shabbos meal with from families and seeing, you know, eight kids at the same table who were all brothers and sisters with each other and and uh, the values that they have. As an example, they uh, you, you treat yeah. your elders, your parents, your grandparents yeah. with such respect. You don't have when, that in a regular society. When I when I contrast my ortho like i'm starting to get a bit more connected with my modern orthodox uncle and aunt and cousins yeah and i go over for shabbat once in a while it, it boggles my mind how different they are yeah and i think i very much think i see the benefit in how they are over how i was as a right i was just such a shitty little teenager right <laughs> like and it's like i even i they just recognize the importance and authority of their parents right which is just not heard of in sec it's all about the the kids can do no wrong and they right it's just it's just kind of backward yeah um and i think marrying uh you know i used to debate i have a good christian friend who said that like a year ago we were talking about this and she said she could not intermarry and and to a just a pure secular mind that's just stupid right like at the time i can still remember being like that doesn't make any sense but it's about philosophy. It's about values. It's yeah. about what do you stand for and what do you want your kids to 
What do you want the grounding for your kids to be? Yeah, no, it's good that we're having these conversations. As we sit here and talk, I was like, I'm thinking, I, I've had answers to these questions. I've kind of had some thoughts. About, I've never actually fleshed it out myself properly. Yeah. So it's, it's good that, uh, you know, it's part of part of the process of growing. Yeah. And um, and yeah, I think I think uh, that's that's an excellent point. Just the fact that, you know, for myself, I've inherently seen a lot of values in Judaism. And f- yeah, if you don't marry Jewish, you're just, you know, you're you're really giving and, your kids, your 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 kids aren't going to have that same ability to, yeah. to connect to those values and, and to, to have those values. And I think yeah. they're important. And, and what are your thoughts on converting? Because yeah. that's something I think about, like, I don't know, it's kind of a, an ultimatum if you, like, why even go down the road with someone who then you'd say, you have to convert to be with me. It seems like a bit of an extra hurdle. Yeah. Um, even, even if it was like a reform conversion or whatever. But right. it's about the, if they actually believe it, then, um, you know, there's something to be said for that but it is yeah it's you know if someone opts into these values mm-hmm. um rather than i mean anyone has to actually opt in but um what are, yeah what are your thoughts on conversion so, so with regards to conversion i will say in uh in orthodox judaism we believe that from conversion uh con- conversion only happens if the person is 100 percent committed to to the pro to, to the to the idea of believing in god believing in the torah and the, the mitzvahs the commandments and whatnot and, so full uh, on Judaism. Full on Judaism. If yeah. you were to try and convert because you want to marry person X, or you wanted to convert for monetary gain, or for whatever ulterior motive, uh, if you're going to a competent uh, rabbi, halakhic authority, Jewish law authority, they would most likely tell you, "Have a nice day." You know, this isn't for you. Yeah. Um, so, and, uh, so yeah. if someone like, if someone, you know. If I meet someone I love and and I and I pitch them Judaism and I say, hey, this mm-hmm. is the answer, and they act genuinely believe that, yeah, um, but they're not then you know going and studying forever. Like, what yeah. is it still? Yeah, so it's tough. From from an Orthodox perspective, we would I think we would say that 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 that's definitely not an ideal case. And yeah. if that was the way that it happened, um, I think I would imagine the advice to that person would be, uh, you know break off the relationship and see if you're still interested in kind of thing. Because yeah. at that point, first, there's, there's... First choose Judaism, then, then the person, choose the right. person. And, and you if, you, and if you've done it the way time. where you've chosen the person and then the uh, religions kind of come afterwards, yeah, you've chosen the person and then you, you decide you want to convert, generally speaking, we would view that as an ulterior motive and you'd yeah. have to disassociate from that person and then convert and then go back to that person afterwards, which has happened before. It's not, you know, yeah. it's not unknown. It's certainly... Uh, not not common and yeah. uh, not not encouraged at all by Judaism. Yeah, um, okay. at least Orthodox Judaism. I can't speak to the other yeah, the yeah. other stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, so I, I'm I appreciate your I really appreciate this insight because it is you know something I think about. Right? Yeah. And I I think I'm I'm tending towards like wanting to marry Jewish. Like I've always had that a bit in me mm-hmm. and it's definitely as I just learn more about it generally. Mm-hmm. But the thing I think about just in terms of who I want to spend my time with generally, um, you know, my life has changed quite a bit because I was, I was full on the epitome of partier like that lifestyle in university. Yeah. And it's definitely different now. And I found like my circles are kind of limited and my Jewish circles in particular. So I found just anyone of any religion who 
I talk to mm-hmm. that's like actually com- so somewhat observant. I just enjoy their company. Okay. Right? Like, and, and so we don't agree on everything because yeah. I just don't have that many Jewish people in, in that way. Right. And so I'm hoping to find more and, and I'm hoping to get connected with the community here. Sure. Um, but I can see it just from like it, it's night and day between like you you follow a religion and yeah. not. So I'm, I'm assuming that the more I like the more they're following the similar thoughts and, and processes and philosophies I do. Yeah then it would just make more sense. So would I not want that in my in my spouse and, and yeah. my kids? Yeah, that's, that's a great point. But I guess the balance is still like people people need to find out what they stand for yeah. first, yeah. right? Yeah, so I, th- I think that's an uh, excellent point that you, that, you know, why marry Jewish? Well, you should marry Jewish because generally speaking, uh, that person is going to have more shared values than someone from another religion. You, and shared history. And shared, shared history. Shared. And I think the one thing, sorry yeah. to cut you off, yeah, the one okay. thing that just, you know, hits home for me in particular and so many Jews is the Holocaust, right? Yeah. Like Jews have been, I mean, Jews have just been attacked or whatever throughout all of history. And, yeah. and that's what kind of has bound us so tightly together. Yeah. But the Holocaust is... Took it to another li- level. To another level and within yeah. living memory for, unfortunately, only a few people yeah. uh, now. And and so it's just like someone who doesn't feel it the mm. way I feel it when we're talking about it. Mm. Like, that's just different. And if that topic came up and my spouse couldn't understand the perspective. Yeah. Right? And, and it's not... A, you cannot explain it purely intellectually to feel that your grandparents or your or or whatever were targeted in that way yeah uh and and that has nothing to i mean it obviously has something to do with the religion but it doesn't have anything to do with the practice or the observance of it yeah right and so it, that's just something that i don't think i could get over if they yeah. just if they if it's not like that is that is in my soul that is in my bones yeah. right and it's, it's also you know i mean you look at you look at the holocaust and you look at the fact that uh, roughly six million Jews were were wiped off the face of the earth. That that was a third, almost a third of world Jewry at the time, yeah. and you can and we're only now and we're, about the level we were. Uh, not even. I mean, the, I think the estimates are around fourteen million, whereas yeah. before the Holocaust it was like seventeen million. Yeah. So we're we're still, we're still not even not there yet, which is point. wild. Yeah. But it's because there's so much assimilation and yeah. stuff too. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and I will say that uh, you know. Everyone at some some way or another, I think most Jews, um, myself included, can find some connection to someone, a relative that we that we had who was lost in the Holocaust. Like you, yeah. almost every Jew in the world. I don't I don't know if that's true today. I think it is. Can find some relative or some connection that they had to someone who was lost in the Holocaust. And yeah. and and yeah, if you're if you're marrying someone who's who, you know doesn't have that kind of uh, shared history, it, it kind of it, it becomes difficult because they don't appreciate or understand the the trauma that that caused for the Jewish people. It's huge. Yeah. And and one thing that, you know, again, I think we're, we're getting a bit off from what about the intermarriage, but it's yeah. because the reason it's important to consider is, is in your own beliefs. And so, you know, I was as big a religious skeptic as you could imagine. Yeah. Um, but it's just as I traveled, I'm very lucky to have traveled quite a bit, oh, nice. and I can't even explain how impactful it was mm-hmm. when I happened upon Jewish things, right? Like, 
the, I, I went to Europe and I was traveling for a few weeks. I was trying to get to a synagogue somewhere. Yeah. Because um, I had had a weird experience with my first time, like really praying. And I just felt like I, and I found one, in, like I, the, the first day of my whole trip that I went out on my own mm -hmm. and I just walked around aimlessly pretty much, I found a synagogue. Oh, and then nice. I, I was overwhelmed to the point of tears. Like, yeah. and I just felt at home. Yeah. Right. Like, and I was kind I was, I was, starting to be very lost generally mm -hmm. and and i i and like as rational as i've always tried to be like that's kind of inexplicable i felt more at home in this place i've never seen before yeah than i had been anywhere i'd lived in 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 five years right and, yeah and it, it's kind of what we touched on earlier it's like people aren't investigating it and mm -hmm. so that's why they can dismiss it but it, right. it like once I've started to even kind of secularly investigate my Judaism, not from a religious sense, just from a cultural sense, mm -hmm. um, it's had such an impact on me. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's that's amazing to hear. I, um, it's funny. I so 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 I think that something that all Jews kind of connect to uh, when you're at some sort of you know Jewish heritage site, specifically a synagogue, a shul of some sort. Um, you kind of you, you yeah you you have some sort of emotional experience that like you're just so shocked by yeah um i can think back in my own life to a time that that happened uh not too long ago when or was it it was at a show in toronto um somewhere i think in the spadina area it was an old old show not very very well used but we were in there and 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 just touring it and and seeing you know some of the stuff in this show and and yeah, I had this this overwhelming emotional experience, and uh, and I didn't necessarily know why I was having that experience, and it just it felt very very uh, at home and, and comforting, and yeah. and uh, yeah, and, and it's 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 just it's you know it's the shared history, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And I guess yeah, what it fundamentally comes down to is if you've start if if the light has started to flicker, mm -hmm. then you have to be cognizant of that and it's about yeah you know if if you're either if someone's either closed down completely to the idea of judaism mm -hmm. or they're scared of considering it then yeah maybe but if, if it's a possibility and, and you give it give it you know give it a try for a week go to shul once yeah see how you feel yeah and if there's any flicker yeah then probably you should consider marrying jewish right because it, it I, I mean again i'm i think that I basically think millennials need to reparent themselves, yeah. largely, and, yeah. and Jews in particular. Um, they need to see what they what they value, what they stand for. Right. And I don't think, uh, even if even if I argue Judaism isn't the answer, it's definitely a good one. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like even if it's not the best one, yeah. it's a really good one. Yeah. Um, and it's a and it's a great starting point. Yeah. And, and if. And if you can see within a couple, it, it honestly does not take that long from my experience to see the benefits start if you, okay. if you give it a try. Yeah. Right. And so, and I guess I, I would advocate then if people do try it mm -hmm. and if there's any flicker, then I, I would recommend considering that in, in the values you want in your household when you marry and in your children yeah. when they grow up. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're, uh, you know, putting aside um, converting and coming from, from another background, but if you're already Jewish to begin with and, and you're going into one of these places and you're, you, you kind of have that flicker and you have that kind of notion of, I want to investigate this further, 
you know, the question you have to ask yourself is, what's the downside? Yeah. And the answer to that is, there is no downside. You either investigate it, you like it, you continue on, or you investigate it, you kind of like it, maybe you end up not liking it, and you go back to your regular, you know, yeah. uh, run-of-the-mill, whatever you were doing before. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not like you're you're committed for life all of a sudden. The downside would be that there's a lot less women on J-Swipe than Tinder. Right, it's, right. There's a smaller pool smaller of fish. Smaller pool of fish, right. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Yeah, yeah. it's that's uh, yeah, funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just a smaller pool smaller of But you're right. There's like, and that was kind of your approach as well. And that seems from my very, very limited knowledge of yeah. the religion and the culture, that seems to be the premise. Give it a try. There's no harm. Yeah. And at any point you can stop if you're not liking it. It's not like, I, I think people have this, they're scared of religion. They're, yeah. they're also scared of being labeled. Like it, it's like you're, you're a pariah, right? Yeah. Like, and so even me, like, you know, I, I, I started going to shul once in a while and my friends, my Jewish friends too, are like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Right. And it's, and it's like, it's just, it's kind of like, it's, I don't want to say stigmatized, but, but it's, it is. It is. Religion is yeah. lo- like Judaism has always been stigmatized, but yeah. religion yeah. is just generally stigmatized. Yeah. And it, it, it just shows me the lack of values of our generation and society at large. Cause mm-hmm. you know, I'm considering going to shul, which is, you know, go pray and be grateful. And people are like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And then I I, I tell people I'm going to stop drinking. And yeah. they're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, how can you, right? And it's like, what? What's wrong with me? What's wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> right? Like, and so it's, I'm just trying to do the right thing here. Yeah. And so it seems like, you know, if, if any, I mean, I if anyone's listening to this, it it's evident that they care enough to consider it, right? right. If they're, if, I would say if anyone's thinking about whether or not they should intermarry, yeah, odds are they shouldn't, yes. right? Because yes. they're all that. That's that's <laughs> kind of that. Like, yeah, that would be. And I, I, and I still struggle with that. Like, I still really don't know. Not that I have any any like potentials on on the way, right? But mm-hmm. I still struggle with that. Like, you know, why why does it matter? But I think I just the more I I learn about it, and the more I learn about myself the more I see it, it comes down to values, right? Yeah. And, and, uh, there's it comes down n- what you value in life. Yeah. And do you think that Judaism has any real value to it? And I think the answer that most logical, most normal people would come to after investigating it in the right context, um, is yes. Is yes. I, I will, I will make a quick note. Yeah. Um, just because someone is, whether they're a firm Jew, a conservative Jew, Orthodox, whatever it is, there's a lot of, Jewish concepts and Jewish ideas out there that are not what real Judaism is. Meaning yeah. to say, it's it's not so easy to say that anyone who you meet is Jewish is is expressing proper Jewish values. Yeah. And it's very very difficult, and it gets very touchy because you have you know, especially within the different sects of Judaism, you know, you'll have your conservative Jew and your Orthodox Jew and your Reform Jew, and they'll have all these different views. And I won't view the conservative Jews view as correct or the reformed Jews as correct and they, them the same over to me. Yeah. And it gets very, very difficult to discern what real Judaism is and what's not real Judaism. And and it can it's kind of concerning to me because you then, you have people who go through and they'll have this false notion of Judaism based on whatever it is that they were taught from someone who's Jewish. But, but for me, yeah. but, but it's just not real Judaism. It's yeah. just... You know, until 200 years ago, you only had one stream of Judaism. This whole thing of all these different sects of Judaism is a relatively recent thing. Yeah. Uh, until, 
you know, the first major divide you had in Judaism was between Hasidim and 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 uh, non-Hasidim, Snagdim is what they're called, and and that was about, I guess, I guess that would have been three, four hundred years ago, something like that. Yeah. Um, and and now all of a sudden, really, since the emancipation and since uh, you have freedom of religion being, uh, you know, an okay thing, I mean, you all of a sudden have all these different sects of Judaism, but yeah, I mean, what makes those more legitimate than the traditional stream? Why are they? Whatever we're getting on yeah. whole whole other subjects yeah. here, but but in terms yeah. of relating it back to intermarriage, um, you know, a Jew is supposed to be an open-minded person, and uh, that's that's what we're taught in Yeshiva. You have to be open-minded. You have to be willing to look into new ideas and concepts and evaluate things uh, for at face value, and uh, and you know when you when you're looking into intermarriage, I think that you know you get into that area of values and and what do you value as a as a human yeah. and 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 ultimately i think someone who learns real judaism will see that that it has a lot of good value to it yeah and i think from what just came to mind from a practical approach yeah um you know my parents sure they tried to instill good values on me but they're flawed people yeah right and they had no basis mm -hmm. for them to fall back on or for me to fall back on when i questioned them as people right right and so you have this guiding principle these guiding principles of judaism yeah that i can if i live them and i can fall back i'll stay on the right path more often mm -hmm. but even still when i fall back yeah I'm not the standard that I'm teaching my kids, no. right? But that's when you're raised secular, that's... That is like, the standard. That is the standard. Yeah. It's the person telling you it. Yeah. And everyone is flawed and every... And, and so it's about having that backing of, no, these are the values I'm, I'm working on and mm -hmm. I think you should work on as well. Not, right. these are the values I know and I'm telling you, you should follow. Right. And that is a huge difference. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a very good point because... Uh, even just forget putting aside, uh, you know, who you're marrying and what religion they're from, um, in terms of you know teaching your kids uh, different values and things. Yeah, if they're if they're basing it all on you, you're a human being. You're going to make mistakes. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, if your kids see that kind of, they see you growing up, and or they as they're growing up, they see you as an adult making all these mistakes. That, then that, what what credence do your values have? Right. You and especially if you don't you know it's very hard to always walk the talk correct right and yeah. and i mean that this is all clicking in my head right now but yeah. that was absolutely it yeah for me it's something actually walking the talk uh walking the talk talking the walk whatever yeah. it is um something i think it's important to mention also is uh with with from jews a lot of people have this notion that if you're wearing black and white and you have a you know this black hat and whatever pay a strime or whatever it yeah. is that you're automatically going to be living up to all those ideals and and doing everything perfectly and you know it's kind of uh the pressure that you have as a from jew is the majority of people look at you and they basically view you as something like an angel who can't make any who has no ability to and, make mistakes which is 100 percent false and you're over scrutinized I, and well. i'm way over scrutinized I'm a, yeah. I have a human being like anyone else you know i have lots of flaws lots of character yeah. flaws lots of things that i'm working on and uh you know, yeah, the idea is that I'm supposed to, I, I, there is a certain expectation that I'm living at a different standard of, of uh, values and that, that I certainly, um, you know, I'm able to present myself in a way that's, you know, maybe a little bit more dignified than the, the average person. Uh, but to the level that I'm not human is just totally, yeah, yeah not sensical. Yeah. Um, and, and I think something like, yeah, maybe when you're, you're considering who your, who your spouse or mate is going to be, 
um, you know, you're kind of maybe looking at, uh, you know, the other person's, you know, how dignified are they? How, and, 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 you know, you kind of look at, uh, from you and, 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 and hopefully if they're doing things right, that, that, that's a good thing to ascribe to, you know, that's, yeah. that's something that you're going to want your kids to grow up with and to see. And, and hopefully that'll, that'll work out for them. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming on. And, and this was really, really an interesting conversation. So yeah. I, even for me, I'm I like, as we're it. talking, I'm like trying to develop these, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I had not thought about this topic. Enough. So, <laughs> I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and thanks to anyone who is listening. Um, be sure to tune in next time to Two Jews. Yeah.